welcome to This Is Exploding. I am Zachary. I'm Judy. Today we watched episode 4 of Hippocratic Crush, also called... On Call Santa Looks UC. This episode was pretty good. It was pretty good. It reminds me a lot of the second episode that we saw. Yeah, but better. It's like a better version of episode 2. What, what title are we going to give this one? Shit gets real. <laughs> this is the first episode where it actually starts from the cliffhanger of the last episode. Surprise! Yeah, it's, it's the only episode that starts right off from the end of the episode before. So last episode, uh, Kiki was throwing a party for YK. And he y- got mad. He blew up all over her. Commercial break. End. We sort of start from there. That Those last, like, 30 seconds. The following, like, minute or two is you. Yelling at YK. Yeah. <laughs> You is her name for anyone who's unfamiliar. You is a character's name. Uh, so you yells at YK. I just want to point out that some of the English words that they use in Hong Kong are really funny. Because instead of saying the Chinese word for texting or that they're texting, she's like SMSing all like all day. <laughs> SMSing. 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 YK just pretty much feels the whole Dr. Cox, we're just doing our jobs and saving people's yeah, lives. Yeah, that's sort of a theme that's at the beginning of the episode and at the end of the episode is, we're doctors, damn it. But it doesn't really carry throughout the episode, just the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably like a literal low point for this for these episodes, except for the first one, which is garbage, because this one wasn't very well unified. Kind of like four things happen all at the same time. Yeah. That's, that's how this episode happened. It's, I mean, it's it's definitely, like, a well-put-together episode that has a lot of stuff built up, but instead of having, like, one thread go throughout, it's sort of, like, picking up different threads at different points. It's a braid! Yeah, well, sort of. It's, it's, <laughs> the thing is, it's, just, it's not a braid. <laughs> it's, it's just like, oh, we're going to look at this now. Well, we're going to put that one down. We're going to pick this one up. And but then, we'll, we'll kind of get yeah. get through that. And so then in the next scene, the, YK is having dinner with his mom and his brother, who we realize that his name is Hong, yeah. like Hong Kong. Hong. Yeah, but it's because YK is Yat Keen, Hong is Yat Hong. Yeah. But his, so his name sounds kind of dumb. Yeah, Chung, Chung Yat Hong. Chung Yat Hong. Yep. And so they're having dinner, and Mom's really mad because... Yeah, because he blew up all over Kiki. Yeah, and she loves Kiki. She's like... She's my, Kiki, will future, you my... my future daughter-in-law. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, that's down the toilet now. You're never going to have a wife. Yeah. You're single forever. Yeah, and, you, and she's like, you got, you tell me one thing that's wrong with her and I'll shut up. And then, I can't think of anything. And then YK, other than YK being a big grump, uh, he didn't say anything. And then he realized that in the teacup was yeah, not tea. Yeah, there's a teacup with a cover on it. I guess that's a Chinese thing. Uh, and inside of it was soda. And a, apparently Yakin's mother is diabetic, so he's like, you're drinking soda again? Kind of like she, she was smoking. <laughs> so you're smoking again? <laughs> Like, you know you can't smoke, it gives you cancer. But instead she's drinking a soda, and so it's kind of silly. Yeah. But she like, she kind of looks like a two-year-old in that scene. Most of the acting in this episode is pretty good, other than YK's brother being in that wheelchair, which is the wrong wheelchair to be in. His, his knees are clashing against each other. And he moves his, they, he gets in a kayak later in the episode, and he kind of moves his legs around. It's really funny. Instead of being like a person who can't, like, hold their legs up, he's kind of like, shifting them around as he's getting into the kayak whatever that's still a minor thing it just 
something I pick up on every time I see it. He's just not a very good handicap mimer. So in the next scene, in the morning, YK goes and he apologizes to Kiki, but then she's like, no, no, everything's my fault, I'm yeah. so sorry, you're mad at me. And yeah, basically, like, she's a victim blamer, except she's the victim, so she's <laughs> blaming herself for everything. She's just like, I shouldn't have thrown you a party, doctor, save lives. Uh, I shouldn't misbehave and cause rumors to go around. I'm sorry. And he's like, hey, can, can, while we're apologizing, could you just stop making me breakfast? I'll buy breakfast. And she's like, I make breakfast for everyone. And then you's standing in a corner and she's watching this whole scene play out and she waits for YK to leave. And she's like, what are you talking about? You clearly only make breakfast for this guy. This one guy. So Kiki hands her some sandwiches. <laughs> Kiki hands you some sandwiches. Does. That might have just been a cover-up. It might have been sandwiches that Kiki made for herself. And maybe that's the point that they were making. Maybe. But it was. there's also a funny line where Kiki's like, tons of people have a crush on YK. And he's like, really? Because the only one I know of is you. Not herself. Not, but... not you. <laughs> he's not, not directing this to herself. She's talking about Kiki. And so then throughout this episode, Onion is trying to prove that... Yeah, he can be a better houseman. He's placed a bet with YK about... Well, not really a bet. YK has given him an ultimatum yeah. of, you know, get better or leave. We first see Onion kind of furled looking. Trying to always get blood from that one patient that's yeah, always there. He never is, leaves. What's weird is that this is these two scenes, I'm pretty sure, are in the wrong order. Anyway, we'll talk about them in the order that they're in, but I'm pretty sure they're in the wrong order. What two scenes? I wrote them all in order. No, I mean, they're in order the way we saw them. You're oh. saying in the right order. Oh, okay. I'm saying they're, that they were edited into the episode in the wrong order. Oh, okay. So, you know, in this scene, this guy who always complains about Onion is complaining about how he's he's poked him a bunch. He says that he looks like an atlas with a bunch <laughs> of points marked out on a map. And the bigger question is, why is this guy still in the hospital? Who I mean, who cares about the guy being in the hospital? There's ob- he's, he's obviously got something wrong with his brain, I guess, because he's in neurology or neurosurgery. Yeah, but he gets blood drawn, like, every day. Well, when you're in the hospital, you get blood drawn every day. That just happens. What Onion does is he says, go look, look, it's a pretty lady. And he's like, where's the pretty lady? And while he's distracted, he's just talking to the patient. He injects him with a little needle and draws some of his blood. And the, and the patient never notices because he's looking around for a beautiful lady. And so, like, it's the very first time that... We see Onion actually do something right. Yeah, and so, like, the patient still complains about it. But, you know, at the same time, at least he got it done. And he hands him, like, bruise cream. I guess. And I guess he, that's a thing. Yeah, I, I guess so. The cream for bruises. I guess it's Neutrogena. Yeah, Neutrogena. In, in another form? I don't know. The patient thought it was toothpaste. And he's like, what, are you complaining I have bad breath? Or Which is, which is pretty funny. So that scene ends with... You. Yeah, you comes in and is like, hey, what's going on? Um, and Onion's like, it's Mish... Uh, mission Impossible. Yeah, Mission Impossible. That's how he says it. He says Mission Impossible. In the, in the subtitle, it says he's given me three impossible missions. <laughs> but he obviously says, like, very clearly Mission Impossible, which I thought was kind of funny. I wish they had used that as the subtitle. Yeah, the people that are subbing this from Hulu aren't doing a very good job. I don't think they're from Hulu. I'm pretty sure they're hired by TVB because, because the branding on the episode is TVB USA or TV Busa. And then... After the Onion tries to, you know, get better, they start holding a study group because he's like, you know, I'll help you. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. They, they hold a study group on suturing. That's, um, no, that happens not, after not the... suturing, but... That um, happens after this next scene. Mm-hmm. This next scene, um, Onion is in orthopedics. Oh, yeah. And he's 
trying to suture up a girl's arm who is a, a part-time model and she's complaining about it giving her a scar and saying you know some doctors are better than others and good doctors don't leave you with a scar and like she's screaming and he's not actually doing anything yet and then you comes by and is like hey what's going on and, he, and he's like he's like this patient screaming and i haven't even touched her and she's like do you want me to help you and he nods he's like yes please to stop the screaming. So then you talks to the patient, like just gets interested in her, has her talk about herself. And during that entire time, she's get, she's suturing up her arms, giving her stitches. And the patient kind of just relaxes and sits back. And then when you is done, she's like, oh my God, it's done. It looks so nice. And you says to Onion, you know, you just have to get the patient to relax and sit back and like listen to what you're saying, get them talking, stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure these two scenes, the one before and this one are in the opposite order. I can imagine they want it in this this way. Because then the next scene after that. Because the next scene after that is the um, study group. Is you study group that Onion attends with some of the other housemen. That's actually at their dorm apartment thing, and you practices on a piece of pork. pig skin. Pink skin. It's just like part of pig a pig skin. It's not like actual like a pig. It's just part of its skin. A, a cut that they would use to make barbecue pork. No, not even because it's the skin. <laughs> you don't have skin on on pork. Yeah, you do. And China is barbecue pork with like pig skin on it. It's, it's crispy. It's gross. You've had it before. It's gross. Anyway, she. So they have this scene. So I'm pretty sure those two scenes are mixed up. Uh, I guess they they could have had this. You know that first scene a little bit later on. I don't know why the the editing to this is is funky. And then, you know, May Sweet, she gets about, like, what, 10 total seconds of airtime in this entire episode? She's, she oh, she sucks. Uh, yeah, she's, May Sweet, even though she's in some major scenes, she just kind of scoffs and then walks away. That's every single time, every single thing she does. We'll probably see more of her later when her and you start hashing it out. Yeah. Right now, it's just showing how, how much she hates you. Not you, the listener, but the doctor. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Then the next scene is Yu's at home with her father and they're eating dinner. And they're talking about the, the grand opening of the office. Well, yeah, he's having, um, he's expanding his office, his clinic. And so he wants to have a party about it. And he's like, I thought you took the day off to go to this thing. And Yu says that she wants to help out the housemen. And they're, they're talking about a dress, like whether or not she should put on this dress and when. That discussion is actually really boring. What's really funny is Dr. Fan... The actor is really trying to get across the message that he's eating. So, like, he'll go... (laughs) He's actually eating stuff, which gets across the message visually. But he wants you to know that he is eating. So he's like... That's Dr. Fan. And I thought there were people, there actors that are terrible pretending to drive. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm acting. Look at me eating. This is me eating dinner. Then the scene after that is the party. No, um, so no. we learn more about Dr. Fan. Oh, yeah, Dr. Fan. Dr. Fan. We um, learn more about him in this episode on why he left a public hospital and going into his own private practice. Because for the most part, in the last few ones, everyone just thought that he's just being greedy. He just wants to make more money. And he goes, well, my position there was just what it was. Anything higher than that and getting promoted is just mostly administrative work. I wouldn't really even deal with patients anymore, which is something that I love to do. So if I open my own private practice, I get to help out more people and do less of the administrative work yeah there's that's kind of um episode in scrubs where dr cox gets promoted to 
chief of medicine. That's basically what happens. He goes from being an attending physician in internal, in internal medicine and uh, gets promoted to chief of medicine. And he spends his whole day figuring out malarkey, like bureaucracy and paperwork, uh, you know, getting things, to other things done. And then the moment he's just like, I'm done doing this, I'm going to go see some patients. Uh, someone says to him, no, you're, you're off for the day. You've been here all day. You're done now. And so Dr. Fan, um, he says what he wants the most is freedom. That's what he's looking for. Like just could, freedom to take care of patients and yeah, cause general. Yeah, because you, you confront him like directly. Like, why did you make this decision? Because up until now, we don't know how long it's really been since he left the hospital, but it's apparently been one year. Gives us an idea why you is in this hospital now, why she's new to this hospital now. Because she wasn't at this hospital before because that's where her father was. He, since he left, she came to the hospital, I guess, because she likes it. Or that it's closer to the apartment. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <clears throat> so when we're getting to the grand opening of the, yeah, we meet of the a, office. We uh, meet a couple of bastards. We do. You is not you, the listener, but you, the doctor, is trying to get ready. She's putting on that fancy dress and she's like, hold it, hold, hold the elevator. I'm, I'm heading down there. And she runs into this father and son, Kam Suchu. Boss, la- Boss Cam. Boss Cam. And I don't Swee- remember what Swee-wing? his name. Uh, Wing. Sai Wing. Sai Wing Cam and Boss Cam. Sai Wing is the son and Boss Cam's the dad. And they're talking about how he's getting ready to get married to this girl. And his dad's like, don't spend too much money on the ring. Because, you know, you don't want to be tied down to this woman forever. Also don't have kids. Because then the divorce will just be terrible. And he's listening and she's like, oh my god. These guys are bastards. They're terrible. We get to the party and Master Fan is like, oh, like, where, where's you? Where's, like, didn't she come with you guys? And Dr. Chong is there. The, the Dr. Chong that hates YK. And Philip. And Philip. What does yeah. he even do? Philip, Dr. Chong, Dr. Chong. <laughs> <laughs> All three of them are there. And so Master Fan's like, well, where's you? And Dr. Chong's like, well, I told her to come here first, but she kept saying that all she needed to do some work. So I guess she's just on her way. And so then they all fan out to their respective groups. The the cams come in and they start talking to Master Fan. Master Fan's like, hey, look, here's my protege, YK. He's going to have a spot in this office and stuff and real cool new office. And so then they start talking about it. And so Master Fan's like, oh, yeah, and I'm going to bring YK here. He's protege. And the cams are like, we'll give you so much business over here. And so then in the meantime, Dr. Chung and Philip are standing on the wayside. And Philip's like, hey, did you hear that? He's saying that he's going to bring YK over here as soon as he graduates. That should be your position, Dr. Chung. Because you're a much better neurologist than he ever is. And so we find out a lot of the reason why Dr. Chung just hates YK. He's just grudges. Yeah, he left the hospital to pursue his own private practice, and people see that as greedy. And also, he did it without consideration for the doctors he worked with, if that's what it seems like. And that he's not asking them to join him. Yeah, he's, you know, he's not looking for... The person he's looking for is a person who's not even a doctor yet, mm-hmm. uh, YK. And so Philip's upset about that because Dr. Chong is... Dr. Chong has proven to be a very, very good doctor, other than being kind of a little bit of a grump, too. And But, um, so Ben and you are talking on the sidelines, and Ben's like, oh, yeah, that, that would be cool with, like, a, a better job and stuff in an office to myself. And he was looking at him, and she's like, you just had to, you know, lick some boots. Yeah, boot licking. 
bootlegging. They, they say bootlegging a couple of times. Yeah. To be as good of a doctor, you just have to be as good at bootlegging. Yeah. what they say. And after the party, YK just goes home and he spends time with his brother. No, he, there's a scene where he's drinking with Ben and Louie. No, um, that's later. Is it later? Yeah, that's later. That's after. But, um, so after the party, um, YK goes home and, you know, just kind of chills out with his mom and his brother Hong. And Hong's like, oh, I'm just going to go kayaking tomorrow, even though I'm disabled. Yeah, and this is the first time that YK is hearing about it. Yeah, it's the first time um, that, that he's hearing about it. And so YK starts flipping out because his brother is in a wheelchair. And I mean, who wouldn't? If you're out in the ocean, you don't have... Well, YK is super overprotective. You know, Hong's saying that there are going to be plenty of people there and that there's going to be a coach that deals with handicapped people frequently. All the time. And uh, But YK is still like, you shouldn't go. It's going to be dangerous. Little does he know. Yeah, Hong storms off as best he can in a wheelchair. His mom comes and is just like, hey, you can you can do it. It's okay if you go do it, I promise. Just, just don't tell your brother that I'll let you go. Also, don't die. It'd be really cool if you don't die. <laughs> but, like, um, YK's main concern was that there'd, there'd be, like, no sort of ambulance or, like, lifeguard or yeah. whatever. But at the same time, he doesn't know that Onion was going to be there. Which, who is a doctor. Who's a doctor. <laughs> However incompetent doctor he is, he's still a doctor. He's still a doctor. Anyway, so next day comes and Onions, it's he's, Onions day off because he's supposed to be going kayaking with Hong. Yeah, but he's at the hospital looking really disheveled. Because like, he's trying to practice. He's, pra- he's, in on- he's in oncology practicing to feel for tumors and he's getting into an argument with a patient who's just like, just leave me alone. And then YK is like, hey, let me help you. You know what I noticed? What? They don't have that super timer on the episodes yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed that in like the second or third episode, and I forget to mention every time the timer, the on-call timer that counted up to thirty-six hours from the first episode is just gone. They must have watched the, first, the pilot and yeah, they're the like, oh, that's ep- stupid. Yeah, the first episode must have been a pilot and then picked up later. I don't know how TV works in Hong Kong, so I can only assume that this is a pilot that was shot before the TV show was actually in production. So they just made a creative decision to drop that, which uh, was good because it was stupid. (laughs) And also, it doesn't, like, apply. Like, these episodes take place over a span of, like, two or three days. That that was the only episode that took over the course of 36 hours. Yeah, which was really limiting and one of the reasons why it was bad. Yeah. Because half the time that they had to spend to to those ideas was, like, nothing. But we have to shoot all the episodes within, like, the first 48 hours. Uh, yeah, Onion's practicing with patients, being really kind of passive-aggressive towards YK, but at the same time, like, weirdly thankful, because yeah. he, he, like, the, he asked the nurse, like, did, did Dr. Chong say that I could really practice on patients all day? And she's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Even though it's not your department, but yeah, sure, whatever. And he got really excited about that. Yeah, YK is tr- actually went to go talk to the same patient that was being grumpy with Onion. Yeah, and it's like, hey, I'm just going to show this houseman some stuff. Is it all right if we check you for tumors? Because we need to know exactly where it is to figure out if we need to prescri- prescribe you medication oh, or surgery. And he's like, oh, fine, whatever. Oncology, for anyone who doesn't know, is, is cancer. That's where cancer patients are they're in oncology an oncologist is a doctor who specializes in cancer so then during the entire time that yk is doing this physical procedure showing onion and explaining to him onion's like paying attention he's like okay okay yes i understand but whenever yk looks at him onion just turns the other way 
Yeah, he's looking off into the distance, pretending like he doesn't care. And then he'll dart his eyes back. So Onion finds out that he's free to practice all day in oncology, and he's like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, he forgets about going kayaking with Hong. And so Hong calls him, and he's like, hey, yeah, I'm like almost there, you're on your way. And he goes, oh my god, I'm sorry, I forgot. And he's like, oh, you know, no problem. The coach isn't going to be there. The coach isn't going to be there. And so then Onion's like, wait, if the coach isn't going to be there, you probably shouldn't be there. And... He's like, nope, I'm still going. I don't care. I'm only, you know, I can't swim. Onion leaves the hospital to go help out Hong uh, to make sure he doesn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. But Hong, uh, in his hastiness to be, to having fun, because like he he says that kayaking is like walking, I guess, you know. No, he said that like, um, that's when he gets into kayaking. He's like, oh my God, I feel like I'm walking, even though it's in the water well most importantly most people don't walk with their arms <laughs> <laughs> so for a person who's never walked before maybe i don't know we don't still don't know if hong has never walked we don't know why he's disabled still well uh, with his legs fully grown and stuff and not atrophied yeah i don't think they paid that much attention <laughs> to detail for this <laughs> they, they found a guy who couldn't mind being handicapped to play the role of handicapped it's person. Okay. It's like you said, there are only like 12 actors in Hong Kong anyway. Yeah, we'll probably see him again soon in the next TVB series. Uh, of course he gets hurt. Hong gets hurt. Well, like everyone's like, oh, Hong, so like stay in the shallow end because yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Every single person warns him to not go out into the, into the dangerous parts, but he does yeah. it anyway. Yeah, and Onion even got there in time to warn him too. He's like, stay on this end. I'm going to catch up with you. And he's like, okay. Okay, and then he just like goes out into the middle of nowhere uh-huh. and then Onion's like oh no and he starts chasing after him by kayaking and then uh-huh. he gets gets caught into a riptide yeah um, Hong gets caught into a riptide kayak turns over hits his head on a rock hilariously loses his life vest in the process somehow loses his life vest uh that they so carefully put on him which to begin he, with yeah which he probably would have which probably would have saved him actually but anyway, then that would ruin the story anyway uh onion uh pulls him out of the water checks him his head's bleeding but he's fine overall gets in an ambulance goes to the hospital yet yeah, keen finds out and gets YK. all yk gets finds out and gets all mad he yells at onion and onion's like you can't tell me who to have friends with at this point cat's out of the bag yeah it it was uh, <laughs> it wasn't until this point where onion knew that hong is yk's brother yeah so now he knows and then he gets yelled at yk's like i thought you were getting better but you're pulling my brother into all these dangerous situations and you're not good for people yeah and all at the same time onion told him not to go and was only there to help him uh, which and he doesn't listen a lot of people tell yk exactly this like onion was just there to help him out he told him not to go and he's just like i don't want to listen i already don't like him <laughs> which are the same principles that we learn later in, yeah. in the episode about yeah, someone else what's really funny is the subtitles i don't know if what he says actually in chinese but he says don't hang out with him again which is kind of a silly just kind of sounds silly don't hang out with him again that, that's actually what he said uh, but in chinese yeah, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if you said in English, don't hang out with him. So then Onion studies with you some more? No, um, the family fight. Oh, he goes, yeah. So I, so at the aftermath, we find out that Hong's okay. He doesn't have a concussion or anything serious. He just has his head bandaged for the bleeding. Oh, uh, which is too much, too much bandages. 
bandages. He looks kind of really weird. Um, and so YK is like, I, I told you not to go. And the whole family lied to me and I feel deceived. And so the mom's like, you know what? I'm really sorry. My fault. And then it, this, this was the funniest scene of the entire episode. Yeah. Where Hong's like, mom, will you tell YK to not be mad at me? And then... She's like, well, he's sitting right here. She's like, like, you should get written permission from him. You should just get written permission from him the next time you want to go out and do something stupid. And then he's like, okay, bro, I already drafted the form for you. And he pulls out a sheet of paper out of his pocket and he hands hands it it to YK. And YK opens it at an emoticon. An emoticon. An emoticon of someone saluting with a sad face. And that says sorry. Says sorry. In English. In English. And then that that scene just kind of dissolves. In Latin laugh it off and then so then YK is hanging out with his friends and they're, they're talking about how he's an overbearing brother and he's and gonna become Dr. Million a week Dr. Million a week when he gets to being in a private practice with Dr. And Fan with Dr. Fan at this point we learned that YK was also planning to send his mom to America with his brother um, uh, to so- go to school so there's a lot of kind of this idea. He doesn't actually like the idea of working in private practice with Dr. Fan too much, but it seems like what he's doing is sucking up to Dr. Fan so that he can get a really good job to be able to pay for stuff for his brother. But it doesn't really seem like he wants to leave the hospital. Because he loves the hospital. And he also doesn't seem to like that he has to do this. But he's doing it for his brother. Because of some weird feeling that he feels like he, he owes feel, him yeah, something. Yeah, he's obligated to do this. Maybe we'll find out what caused his brother to be handicapped. Maybe we never will. Maybe it was YK. Maybe he was eaten by a shark. So they get into... YK shakes up a beer because they're making fun of him. And they get into a beer spraying fight. Yeah, because they're also like, Oh, and, and then you'll never get married. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Because you just, can't appreciate having kind of, a girlfriend. Yeah, they just rib him for a little bit. Uh, the, we're getting towards... The the end where Onion and you are sitting in a cafe and they're doing like flash quizzes. Yeah, she's quizzing him. And, and May Sweet walks by and, and he's scoffs, like, oh, scoffs like, at her. Yeah, he, no, she scoffs at them. They, they scoff at each other. She, you doesn't scoff at her. Everyone scoffs at everyone else. Well, yeah, Onion scoffs at YK and then YK and Ben also came so, into the cafe. Yeah, the important part about this is that there's a news report about a crash. A private car accident. They call it a private private car. car. Yeah, it's a private car. (laughs) This wasn't a public car. (laughs) Owned by the government. There's there's a drunk driver, and they basically try to murder a bunch of people by driving onto the sidewalk. And then, so everyone's, oh no, like, all the apartments are going to be flooded. Everyone just get back to work. I know we were all on, like, lunch or coffee breaks or something, but everyone just immediately leave the cafe and get back to to your respective departments. So what what happens is that the driver was Boss Cam Song, so uh, Sweet Tom, Tom Sai Wing. Sai Wing. So Sai Wing. Sai Wing and his friend are the two patients we see. Sai Wing was was a drunk driver. Yeah, Sai Wing was drunk and driving. But we find out that his friend has basically a fifty percent chance of survival. They have very similar injuries. Um, but we're wait, but they're waiting on to see if Sai Wing will have a better chance of survival if he goes into surgery. And YK is trying to like trying to figure out who's better off. And Yu's getting really upset because she's like, if this, I hate this guy. Yeah, if this wasn't the son of a rich guy, 
would you even care about him? And he's like, I'm a doctor. I don't really care. I'm not trying to take the moral high ground. I just want to know who's going to live and who to spend more time on. So you, Dr. Chong... Um, Immediately, like, just runs in and he's like, what's going on? Why aren't you guys in surgery already? And, you know, YK's like, we're waiting. And then Yu's like... This is the best option. We shouldn't wait. And then Dr. Chong's like, we'll go with you, Yu. And then so... Even though you're more exper- inexperienced. They take the other kid who has that, what, who YK said had a 50% chance of living into surgery because there's only one theater. They bring him to the theater. There's, they're playing, going with the surgery. Um, um, oh, before, before, and I think this was a huge turning point for YK and Onion because right before YK went into surgery, he's like, Onion, Onion, bro, I need you to do me a solid. I need you to keep checking on him and let me know if any theaters are open nearby. So oh, yeah, that before can... they go into surgery with the other kid. Uh, be- so he lets them sit with uh, Cy Wang. Onion sitting with Cy Wang. They find out what's wrong with Cy Wang. YK decides that his chance of surviving is like almost double. It's 90%. Over 50%. So YK was right. They should have waited. Culminates to a point where both of them basically dead. Boss Cam's really upset with YK because they couldn't save his son. And, you know, YK is mad at you because you was trying to take a moral high ground over, you know, a a person who's a drunk driver who, you know, was worthless. She said he was asking for it. So she's victim blaming. She's a doctor, by the way. I hope every, everyone who's saying this, she's a doctor. Not you yourself, but the character that doesn't really no. exist. You might be a doctor, actually. <laughs> but you is a doctor. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, they get into this big argument, uh, and then YK is like, if he wasn't the son of a rich person, would you even care? And then end. Commercial break! Overall, a really good episode. Uh, a lot of questions, like, a lot of thread passing around, uh, like I said in the beginning. Some things that we haven't really considered before are now showing up. Uh, yeah. The episodes are kind of nearing a weird progression towards, like, some of them are really linear, and then others sprawl in all directions. We still haven't found out when that Pomeranian is going to make his cameo. Yeah, we're, wait- <laughs> we're waiting for the dog from the intro still. I think there are things that, that are really obvious. We know what's going to happen. And the other things where we're like, oh man, what's going to happen? We never know what's going to happen in an episode. Even though, I like, we knew before we went to this episode, some of the stuff that was going to happen. Like the aftermath of that surprise party. But what's really good is that new things are introduced in the episodes. What's really bad is that they don't always tie in. They just sometimes it's just like, here's this thing. Isn't it interesting? Isn't this an interesting idea? Yeah, cool. It's an interesting idea. This doesn't super duper fit with what we're talking about. Maybe they just have a bunch of people writing like different storylines for the characters. Like each character has their own writer no, and then they just they're like, all oh, these things will all just go together. We'll just take these things together today and then yeah, we'll shoot that. No, what happened thirteen different people have written the entire show already. <laughs> but the the producers are like, We'll take the best bits of every single one of these and just try to mash them together. But it was really good, good episode, lots of fun. Still excited to see the next episode. I would watch this episode again just for the jokes. This is Exploding. I'm Zachary. I'm Judy. Today we watched episode four of Hippocratic Crush, also called... Uncall Samsalux, you see.